Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. Today's another AMA episode, that is Ask Me Anything. I'd love to answer your questions, and if you have a question you think is going to be of broad interest, send it in. I'll answer it live on the air. Send your questions to Victor at VictorJM.com. That's Victor at VictorJM.com. This question comes from Thomas, and he says, first of all, thank you for your dedication to provide as much value as you do on a remarkably consistent basis. I own a portfolio of multifamily properties with about two-thirds debt and one-third equity. Almost all of my net worth is in real estate holdings. The way I see it, I'm long economic growth and inflation. I'd like to buy a hedge so that if we get hit with a contraction or deflation or a spike in cap rates that decreases values, the hedge pays off. How would you or do you hedge? Which financial products would you consider? Well, Tom, this is a great question. I'm hearing a couple of assumptions and questions wrapped up in your question. The first is that we could see a market down cycle at some point in the future, and I agree completely. The challenge with pure hedge investments is that they tend to be short term. I'm thinking of options to sell shares in the stock market. That's a traditional hedge, but you need to time the market pullback correctly for that to work. Unless you have a strong analysis team and have developed an expertise in hedging, it's very difficult as a short-term strategy. Longer-term hedges are more moderated in their approach, and they are important. We think the basic premise of using inflation to give you leverage is sound. We've gone through nearly a century with no sustained reversal of inflation. If you've been listening to this show for a while, you know that inflation can be your enemy or it can be your friend, depending on which side of the trade you're participating in. Inflation devalues the purchasing power for those on fixed income, it devalues cash savings, and it devalues debt. Inflation results in higher asset prices for real assets, which provides an effective hedge against inflation. So you want to be able to maximize your equity by using inflation as your friend. We've had periods of higher interest rates. We've had periods of stagflation, for example, in the late 70s and early 80s. We've had periods of rising real estate prices and falling real estate prices. But those had more to do with lending liquidity than intrinsic underlying value. For example, the 2008 financial crisis was a debt problem that spilled over into real estate markets. Your basic strategy is the right one in my opinion. In this instance, leverage is your friend. It means that in an environment of slower economic growth or perhaps economic stagnation, if inflation continues, the benefit goes to the equity side of the equation. You don't want to be so highly leveraged that you build a house of cards. The most important thing is to protect your assets. The first step in doing that is to convert as much of your debt as possible from recourse debt to non-recourse debt, with as long a term to maturity as possible. This may sound like a small point, but it's not. Recourse debt has a personal guarantee associated with it. And while you're probably investing through a corporate entity, you probably have personally guaranteed the debt. If the debt is non-recourse, then you get to keep the asset on your personal balance sheet, but you don't need to report the debt on your personal balance sheet. You also want to maximize your cash position by maximizing your leverage. Once you've done that, you can purchase additional inflation hedges. I'm thinking specifically of gold, and when I say gold, I'm talking about the physical metal. Gold is a very liquid asset, and it's also a pretty good store of value. It is an effective hedge. Now, the critics of gold would say that gold doesn't cash flow, and therefore they don't consider it to be a good investment. They would say that gold goes up and down, and that investors pile into gold during times of economic worry. Investors largely ignore gold in the good times. Some would worry about tying up too much cash in physical gold. Now, if you need to spend cash in a hurry and you've got money tied up in gold, 
you're not going to take an ounce of gold down to the grocery store and buy groceries for the week. You're also not going to take that coin to your local building supply store and buy materials for a project. But here's what you can do that enables you to keep your gold as a hedge and maintain a flexible war chest. Let's say you're holding a number of ounces of physical gold. You've got an emergency short-term need for cash, maybe to complete a renovation. Refinancing a property might not make sense at that point in time. You'd like to use cash, but your cash is tied up on gold and properties. So if you go to your cash-rich uncle or your cash-rich lawyer and negotiate a low-interest loan where the lender holds the physical gold as collateral, the lender is completely secure in their loan. They're holding highly liquid collateral. There's no need to qualify the borrower since this is an asset-based loan. So you complete your project, you repay the loan. In the meantime, gold went up in value and gold ounces are returned to you. If you need or want to sell the gold, of course, you have the flexibility to do that. But let's imagine a pullback in the market similar to what we saw in the wake of 2008. Maybe you want to use the extra cash to buy distressed assets at a deep discount to the market. The market has created a lot of value for equity investors lately, and some are using it as an opportunity to take some chips off the table and hold them in reserve for future opportunities when they arise. And I personally think that's a good strategy. I'm personally a fan of holding my spare cash in the form of gold ounces where those gold ounces are readily convertible back into cash, either in the form of a sale or in the form of a loan on a very short-term basis. I want to thank you, Tom, for a great question. If the listeners at home have an awesome rest of your day, go make some great things happen. I'll talk to you again tomorrow.